0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of TopCast, your service management podcast. Today, we have a little bit of a different episode for you. Uh, We're focused on improving virtual interaction amongst your team. The goal of this season is to create future-proof service delivery, and one of the foundations in any service team is interaction between its members. Joining me to discuss his personal experiences and share some insights for making improvements is Top Desk consultant Ray McGuire. Ray, could you, well, welcome to the podcast,
1: first of all, and could you please tell us a little bit more about yourself? Sure. Thanks for having me on, Braden. Uh, so, my name is Ray McGuire. I'm from the Maritimes, and I'm a Top Desk service management consultant here at the Toronto branch. Uh, my background's in engineering, and I've been with Top Desk since last May, so about 10 months now.
0: Uh, you've admittedly not been a top desk for a whole heck of a long time, we'll say. Um, but in that time, obviously, you've learned quite a bit and, and you've experienced the organization virtually pretty much for for almost the entire time, right? So um, the onboarding process, every interaction you've had, you know, internal or external, has been virtual. So do you mind sharing some of your experiences with this and maybe some of the challenges or successes uh, that you've had in the process?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um... So, my first interview for the position was held in person at the top desk Toronto offices back in, I think, late February of 2020. So, by March, of course, we all know what happened. Um, The rest of the hiring process was carried out remotely, basically. Uh, So, I joined the team on May 1st for my little den, sharing a 600-square-foot condo in Toronto with my partner, who was also teaching high school classes at home. Uh, I think we all know, or most of us, most of the listeners will know, the struggle of uh, working from home. But considering all the challenges that we've been faced with during these crazy times, I actually think that the onboarding process went pretty great. Um, my fellow consultants, Ben Kugi and Josh, they took turns giving me one-on-one training sessions. Uh, we had a nicely laid out schedule for the first few months. And I think the biggest problem, probably it's obvious, but it would be, um, yeah, with, throughout the whole remote onboarding process, the, the hardest thing was just getting to know my coworkers more informally. So, it's just hard to make small talk when every interaction or almost every interaction with a coworker is scheduled in Outlook. We got around it by playing a few games like Scribble.io, uh, Jackbox, and Among Us. They were all great ways to hang out virtually, but they also have limitations. Sometimes uh, you're limited by the number of players, uh, sometimes what you're doing just doesn't appeal to everyone. Um, so, something great that actually I think you might have spearheaded, Braden, was the afternoon coffee chats. I admit I haven't been going to them lately, but, uh, I've been booked in my afternoons with customers. Oh, so good.
0: You're not quite alone and <laughs> not attending the coffee chats all the time, <laughs> but at least they're in the calendar for people to hop in. So uh,
1: hopefully, uh, hopefully it's a, at least a good space for people to have those chats. For sure. And, and I, I don't think that there's just a social benefit. I think that it's also just a good time to catch up like on odds and ends, things that you might be working on. Um, so yeah, I think it has sort of a double double advantage there. The other cool thing that, that we did, or that I've done since starting at Top Desk was uh, our branch manager, Robert, he encouraged me to think of a creative way to host a Boral in our office, uh, even though we're working from home all the time. And a Boral, I don't know if you've mentioned it on the program before, it's a Dutch term for social drinks on Friday afternoons. Um, and there are a few things that I love more than drinking beer on Friday afternoon. But unfortunately in Canada, we can't mail alcohol through the postal system. So instead, I drove around Toronto all day, uh, delivering beers and snacks. But at the same time, I got to meet all of my coworkers face to face. I think that's how we met uh, for our first time face to face. Actually,
0: okay. I was going to say I think uh, I think that is the case, and this proves you know proves true the statement uh, all heroes don't necessarily need to work.
1: <laughs> so it, it was it was very much appreciated. Yeah, I remember the Snapchat that you filmed. It was good. So yeah, it was great. It was over 400 kilometers, it took all day, but it was really fun. So not totally practical for everyone. But if you were in a similar circumstance, I would definitely recommend it. It was it was a good experience. Another different social event that I experienced was at boot camp. So it's another top desk thing. After you've been with the company for six months or so, you attend what they call boot camp, which is a, a, about a week long training. Normally it happens in the Netherlands, but unfortunately this year that couldn't happen. So it was virtual but one of the events that they had set up for us was they got, there's this company called Nebo or Mybo. It's a Dutch company and they've created like a virtual world that looks a bit like Minecraft, but everyone has a, and it's first person view. And on your head, it's basically like a computer monitor. And so when you're walking around the world, you see everyone else's faces, but, um, you can move around and it, it's, it gives you more than just a, like a regular chat room because you can sort of naturally join and lead conversations by walking into them and walking away. And there was like a stage and a beach. So it was really cool. And I think that all of these new types of experience really help with engagement because when it's something that's brand new, it's fascinating. And uh, yeah, I, I thought that was a really interesting virtual experience.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I think, uh, you know, for any sort of team leader not necessarily just you know in top desk or, or, ser- or service management team leaders um, any of those ideas are unreal ideas to sort of drive that engagement amongst your team so just like you said there as well um, obviously many of these things you mentioned are not solely challenges faced by just top desk like I said but uh, the vast majority can be applied to any team uh, building or bonding experience service delivery teams included so given your understanding of the way a service team should function uh, what are some challenges you've seen customers that that you work that you work with experience?
1: Yeah, I I definitely see some of the same challenges being faced in other organizations, um, service teams included. Um, so, for example, I've noticed that sometimes there's this gray area where there's something that you've been meaning to ask a colleague, but it's not important enough to warrant a meeting. It's sort of what I alluded to earlier in that double function of the coffee chats. It's not just a social advantage, but you also have the opportunity to just bring up small things that aren't big enough for a meeting. Um, Because if you don't have that opportunity, then the next thing you know, you need that information and you haven't had a chance to ask them yet. So uh, yeah, it's sort of like when you're in the office, when you back in the pre pandemic days, when you'd go to grab a coffee and stop by a coworker's desk to chat on your way back. So um, it's great, it's like I, like I was saying, it provides just the social cohesion benefit, but also they sort of oil the machine and they fill the gaps in between meetings. And right now we just don't have enough opportunities to do that.
0: Yeah, I think I, I totally agree with that. Um, One of the things that that, uh, you know, I typically do when I'm in the office as well is, you know, whether it's a coffee or just like spinning your chair around to ask somebody a question, you don't necessarily have that interaction anymore. And that's like crucial. And, and uh, yeah, Yeah. like you say, especially when you're experiencing it virtually, it's hard to find those opportunities. So I I think, you know, some of the challenges we've identified already and, and you've listed, you know, a few things that you experienced yourself. So. You know, many service departments have already taken steps to improve like team efficiencies and and connection virtually, Um, but what are some of the recommendations you could give uh, based on your experience and your time spent working with uh, working with our customers?
1: Yeah, my first recommendation would definitely be to have some sort of open forum at least once a week for people to be able to have that type of water cooler type chat we were talking about. Um, As you know, at top desk, we have our morning stand ups and afternoon stand down meetings every day. Which are great for keeping everyone on the team up to speed. If that's too much for your organization, I would definitely suggest finding another way to host an open forum style chat with your coworkers every so often. Now, if you want to go further, my personal favorite is Friday afternoon drinks. Um, Although Fridays don't quite mean what they used to now, I still think we're all naturally accustomed to that feeling of letting our hair down at the end of the day, at the end of the week. Uh, Caveat though is I would hesitate from making it a recurring event. Uh, we also mentioned that earlier because they tend to peter out in attendance eventually. So it helps if you make them one-off events, maybe every couple of weeks or every third or fourth week. Uh, and personally, I like themes, but ultimately it's up to the organization and what your company culture is like. For example, I think back in the in the fall, we were trying to plan an overnight cottage trip, um, but I've definitely worked in places where this would be considered totally wild to do with your coworkers um but maybe that's just a north american thing too and we're a little more conservative in our interaction with coworkers.
0: yeah i was gonna say the other thing too i I like your point there about uh you know not 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 necessarily making those informal uh, events recurring i find like there's you know there's weeks where you get like a a nice wave of energy and you you feel like totally motivated to have these social interactions with everybody and then there's other weeks where you kind of get I guess a lot of people would call it like screen tired. So you've been staring at your screen all week. You've, you're talking to people in these meeting settings. It's tough to sort of differentiate those informal settings at times, so it's nice when they pop up in your calendar. Um, it's, it's more like a surprise almost rather rather than that consistent like, oh, it's Friday afternoon at th- like 3.30 or 4.30 and like better, uh, better pop into this recurring meeting. So or yeah, exactly. Um, In saying that, looking beyond our current circumstances, what are some of the positives uh, service teams can take away from the virtual experience that they have had to adjust to?
1: Yeah, so when we're finally able to put this nightmare behind us and get back to seeing each other face to face again, I think we'll look back on these times and what they've spawned off in terms of new workplace practices. For one, I think we're all really going to appreciate being able to be in each other's just physical presence again. I know I won't be taking that for granted for a while. be looking forward to cracking a beer with you. And conversely though, I think that we've all realized some benefits of being able to work from home. So we can sleep in a bit longer, no rush hour commutes. If you have a dog like we both do, you know what a difference it makes to them. Uh, So I think that will help in our work-life balance going forward and moving out of the pandemic. I've actually seen a few articles recently that Uh, have been comparing the effect or uneffect of the pandemic that we're going through right now to what happened after the Black Death in the 14th century. So their pandemic was way worse, of course. I think something like half of all peasants were killed. But when they came out of it, the peasants and the serfs that remained were in a much better bargaining position with their lords, who also do the work. So essentially, the plague set off a chain of events that resulted in the working class being freed from feudalism. Eventually, they were allowed to buy land, kicking off agrarian capitalism, rising wages, etc., etc., So in a similar sense, because of COVID, we might be freed of uh, the shackles of a regular nine to five workday, hours long commutes every day, regular long haul air travel, things like that might disappear completely or just be drastically reduced, which I think a lot of us will appreciate. Another positive I realize uh, is that because we're all working from home, I've been able to meet my European, South American, Australian, American coworkers just as easy as my Canadian ones. Well, maybe not the Australians there are a few too many time zones between us but generally the the shift to virtual meetings maybe robbed us of some things but it did make other things easier like being able to meet with coworkers from abroad more readily uh, so i think like most challenges in life we're going to come out of this with a little bit of dirt to dust off our shoulders but in the end uh, we'll have a better and more balanced work life because of it
0: yeah i definitely agree with that and, and one of the things i like to add there too is you know some of that international collaboration is might not have been something you are at least for me it wasn't something that i was as comfortable with as i am now because everything's virtual anyway so i have no problem you know having a chat with somebody from a different branch because we're all kind of going through like a, a similar experience right now and those experiences are things we can learn from the leverage so i think that's a uh, that's awesome for you know every every organization that has that ability to do so. So uh, really appreciate you jumping on this episode, Ray. That, that was great. And, and all those uh, insights are, are awesome for uh, any any teams in general, including service teams. So that was that was great. Thanks again for tuning into this episode. And a big thanks uh, to you, Ray, like I said, for sharing your thoughts on improving virtual interactions. If you'd like to stay up to date on all things TopCast, don't forget to sign up to our email updates at page.topdesk.com forward slash TopCast come on back for our next release in a couple weeks in the meantime stay safe stay tuned and most importantly stay excellent take it easy everybody